We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Danny Meringue. And then I went to this movie theater. This is that I made a noise like this. Dusty Hera. Then this was horrible. All the people started getting sick and throwing up all over each other. I'm beginning to like this kid much. <laughs> this is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080. Oh, no, no. The fan. All right, hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you. Hope everybody's having a great Thursday. Thanks for being a part of our day, letting us be a part of yours. Well, Brian Horvath on. BetQL Network Insider, the host of BetMGM Tonight. He joins us 25 minutes from now. Top of, uh, well, not to top of next hour. At some point in the 2 o'clock hour, be listening for your cue to call for Disturbed and Breaking Benjamin tickets, July 15th. Have you ever watched a show up at the amphitheater? Yeah, Jimmy Buffett. A long time ago. That had to be a good show. I would love to see Jimmy Buffett. I've been to a couple uh, Jimmy Buffett concerts. They are very enjoyable. I love them. They're good times. I bet there's no shortage of booze. <clears throat> booze or booze? Like boo. Well, booze as in B-O-O-Z-E. Yep, oh, a lot of that. Yeah. No no booze, like boo. Because there's no, no bad vibes at a Jimmy Buffett concert. Never. I Paying money to go to a concert to boo somebody is some, some real hate <laughs> energy. The, the, pa- the parrot heads always come through. Yes. Yeah, it's a great time. Jimmy Buffett concerts are, are great. I love Jimmy I, I, Buffett. I didn't think that would be your, like totally your vibe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Buffett can be just about anybody's vibe. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest. I didn't know he was still touring. Oh, this is a long time ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I'm sure Jimmy Buffett's touring somewhere. It's always touring. Probably all the tropics. You're damn right. All right. Let's uh, let's get to this. Hour number two. We got some foosball to talk about. There seems to be a lot of rumblings coming out of uh, old Chicago... Uh, the owners of the number one overall pick in the NFL football draft. Have you heard of the NFL draft? Mm. Yeah. Little, little thing that happens every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of a big deal. Um, Jason LaConfora of, what is it? I think he's he works for our sister station now, uh, 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore, mm. NFL insider. He said, more than one NFL general manager came away from the Senior Bowl fairly convinced that Justin Fields will be dealt. Did, bum, he also, bum, bum. did he also have a giant bag of cash with a dollar sign on it, and it was stamped with the Chicago Bears emblem? Yeah, probably on that <laughs> right there. Because, well, it's an interesting conversation because there's there's a believability behind the fact that the Bears would be willing to move on from Justin Fields because he is not the, the most polished quarterback in the league. He is a 1,000-yard rusher. He is, look. That dude is one of the most incredible athletes at quarterback. He's in, a freak. In a NFL where you have a ton of freak athletes mm. at quarterback right now, he may be one of, if not the best. He's in the class with Michael Vick as, as far as like 
athletic quarterbacks. He's he, that terrifying. He is big, strong, fast. I mean, he is he's Lamar Jackson, but more Bigger. durable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and can take some hits. But how many hits are you willing to put your quarterback through? That is always going to be the question with with a with a running quarterback in the NFL. And have you seen enough with Justin Fields' arm for as much as he can do and create with his legs and in the running game? Does he have enough with his arm that 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 make him a viable starting quarterback in the NFL? That question is there. He was drafted by a previous regime, right? A previous head coach, a previous uh, front office. Is that going to be something that that prevents him from being the franchise quarterback with the Chicago Bears? But then you also say, are you really going to roll the dice in a draft with an unknown when you do have a known? In, in Justin Fields, and you know what you get, and you're, you have a bunch of uh, pieces that you still need to fill, and maybe you get him a couple of weapons and, and see what happens with him. It, both sides of the argument, you can see the pros and cons of keeping Justin Fields and whether this is a smoke signal or there is some validity to it. And that's kind of the interesting part of this is do you believe in the transformation that we've seen with Josh Allen, the transformation that we've seen in Jalen Hurts? Has there has somebody unlocked the ability to turn somebody into an accurate quarterback? Uh, yeah, just Josh Allen. But it's the same. Like, Daniel Jones. This, I mean, you. It kind of feels like. I mean, you look at the common denominator there. It's Brian Dayball, but. <laughs> but that's what I'm wondering. Is like, the thing that has never been consistent is taking a guy with tools, some elite tools. Justin Fields. Like my my problem with Justin Fields, and it's the same thing for Lamar Jackson. It's not that I think that they're terrible players or this, that, or the other. It's that they're wildly inconsistent and you cannot trust their arms. Yeah. It's not that you can't trust their arm strength. They have cannons on their shoulders, both of them. But you just don't know where it's going to go. But the tools, when you're talking about Justin Fields specifically, are so elite. Of the 10 fastest times of a quarterback in the next-gen football era, which I think is 2012, Justin Fields has five of them. <laughs> The top top speeds, wow, and they're, they're all over 20, 20 plus miles an hour. Yeah, that's insane. Like he's he's he, quite literally he's up there in the top echelon, top pantheon, or uh, Mount Rushmore, however you want to describe it, of dudes athletically at that position. Yes, and he's not six foot a hundred or two hundred pounds like Mike Vick. He's six three two twenty five. He's a big dude with a huge arm and. Uh, uncanny ability to do things with his body that don't happen in that position. That has to be tantalizing. The flip side of it is you've seen the balls he's thrown, Dusty. Yeah. And you go, what was that? And this is, this is the hardest part with, with a guy like that is how much of that is just true inaccuracy and how much of it is you have got, a wide receiver core with a no number one, no, no, barely no, no. a number two. I mean, that's even, that's squinting. And an offensive line where you're running for your life. Like, <laughs> you have the double whammy right mm-hmm. there. And it, if the truth is somewhere in the middle, then he's a middle-of-the-pack passer because right now he's at the bottom. He is. He ranked in, like, if you look at true accuracy ratings, mm-hmm. true completion percentage, 32nd in the league. Mm-hmm. Accuracy rating, 25th in the league. Deep ball completion percentage, 22nd in the league. But when you don't have weapons, you don't have a good offensive line, 
yeah, go find me a quarterback who's going to be good in that in those in those rankings, and, right? And, and to pile on here a little bit, his intercept interception percentage as a quarterback is three point six percent. Huh? That's double what it should be. But if you look at what he was in college, where he had elite weapons, he had All an elite line. He was more accurate than Trevor Lawrence was in college. Who was touchdown hey, Jesus? Think about that. Like, and this is where it's you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, and how important it is. The franchise that you go to in the NFL is so important because we can sit there and say Brian Dayball is is the common denominator between you know Josh Allen and Daniel Jones. Well, it also a common denominator with both of those franchises was you had. A st- you had stability in the front office, and your front office was finally making good choices for, for both Daniel Jones and Josh Allen, surrounding them with more talent. And then you sit there and you go, all right, now how do you have Brian Dayball and Mike Kafka now in, in uh, New York who are sitting there going, all right, now how do we accentuate now that we have stability around him and from the top – how do we accentuate what he does well? And both of those guys we're seeing take big stair steps. And Josh Allen now is one of the premier quarterbacks in the NFL. Daniel Jones has a long ways to go mm-hmm. if he ever plays another snap in New York again. But this is going to be the interesting part for me with Justin Fields in Chicago with the Bears. If they have the patience, do they have the wherewithal within that front office to surround him with the pieces he needs. I ain't a great quarterback. I think if anything, this is a drum up interest in that, in that first round it for that number one overall pick. And if you are sitting there wanting a quarterback and you, you want to move up to go and make sure you get your guy, Chicago has to threaten you with the fact that they're going to take a quarterback, right? So you drum up the interest, you pull Justin Fields aside and you say, Hey man, we're not getting rid of you. This is all because we want to get the most that we possibly can to surround you with the most talent we possibly can. If we can get multiple firsts, that's good for us. That's good for our business that we're all trying to win I can together. put more stuff around you. You know, we want to drum up this interest. You better keep your mouth shut, but <laughs> this is what we're Because if you doing. don't, it will be you going. For sure. And then you can then get a haul, trade back up picks. You still get your guy, whomever it is that you want, whether you want Jalen Carter or Will Anderson, whoever you want. Uh, you can get that person, but you also get a haul for the picks that, you give, that you're going to have to get to get number one. And that's the thing about this is the Bears need help everywhere. There's, there's no position group where you're like, ah, oh, they're okay there. Yeah, they, they literally need help everywhere. So – do what you can to go back. And the Bears have to be able to get in this position. They have to be full pot committed in this sense, and it has to be super public. And here's why. There's not an Andrew Luck at the top of this draft. There's, yeah. not, a, there's not a player where yeah. every single team in the league is like, I would dump my quarterback for this. Yeah. Where you, you know. So they have to. It's not a they're going to have offers no matter what for that pick. Yes. It's a. They'll have offers if if teams think, well, maybe my guy might not be there, and if my guy's not going to be there, it's going to be this quarterback. We got some con, uh, competing fan bases on the fan text line, 503-864-6326. I was sure like Justin Fields. Get to your feedback next. This is Danny Dusty on the fan. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up like a sex machine. Kenny and Dusty on the fan. Five zero three eight six four six three two six. That is the new fan text line number. Yes, it will be our number for a while, as some textures are asking. All right, we got a we got a couple of fan bases that are saying, "Hey, if the Bears don't want him. We'll take him." Uh, this text says, "I'd be curious to know if a team like Seattle believes in Fields." They could trade several mid-level picks for a quarterback under rookie contract and still have a pair of firsts in the draft. Well, that's not happening. You're trading the pairs of firsts. Nah, you would trade at least one of those firsts. <laughs> uh, listen, I, I admire that, that Seahawks fans moxie, yeah. uh, but those firsts are going bye bye Yeah, well, a, a first is going bye bye yeah, I don't know or if you give a pair of them for them. Or you give the, just those, and that's it. Yeah, you want those though. Well, you want one. Well, what ends up ha- almost every deal that I've seen suggested is multiple firsts, whether it's two firsts in a yeah. year. I mean, that's a, that's the number one overall pick. Number one overall pick is costing you two firsts. Well, no, you're not getting the one number one overall pick. You're getting Justin Fields. Oh, so you're right for Fields. We're not. We're not. Give, you're not giving up. I, I, I was. Fields. I was still going for Justin Fields. No, what head. the Bears yes. like? Yes. Here, here would be the Bears. What the Bears are doing is saying. We're keeping number one. We're getting rid of Fields. Yeah, no, I, I know what you're saying. I just and my you, brain was stuck in a different spot. Yeah, and so you give up a pick, but what you do is is what the Bears want teams to do is say, uh, uh-uh. uh, we'll hey, we'll give you multiple firsts for if you one. give us the number one overall yeah. pick, and that's why you you dangle Justin Fields out there, knowing that you want to keep him first, first and a couple thirds. Yeah, I, yeah. With but here's the flip side of that: if you're the Seahawks, you've done so well in the draft. Yeah. Why? Why not just take your your swings? 
Uh, this text says Ravens send their first round to the Bears for Fields and then get multiple ones for Lamar. <laughs> Don't have to pay Lamar, and you have a quarterback on a rookie contract again. Now that would be actually a pretty interesting one to see. But the problem is, is that it, trading Lamar, the financial you know, replications, you have to franchise money, tag money in, back can't and, trade and, a guy. Yeah, you have yeah. to have a long-term deal in place. Blah 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 blah. But blah, blah. like in the machinations of that, I could, I could see that. Yeah. I, the, the quarterback carousel, ideas. the quarterback carousel that is out there right now that could possibly take place in the NFL. Mm-hmm. There, are, there are two things that I'm interested in in very near off seasons: the NFL and the NBA. I feel like the NFL and the NBA are both gonna. There's going to be a lot of stars in general, stars in in sense of quarterbacks in the NFL and stars as in like number one options in the NBA changing teams this summer. Yeah. I don't think that's good for either one of the leagues, to be honest. I think it's good in the sense of there there is a changing of the guard that is going to take place, uh, both franchise and with the new guys coming up. And a lot of this is older guys that are trying one last thing. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers changing teams, uh, a James Harden or a Joel Embiid changing teams, uh, Derek Carr, not to that level, but... Well, James uh, Harden changing teams is just what... It's what, what happens every couple of years, years. yeah. But again, I think some some big big names across both sports this summer is going to change the landscape of divisions and conferences across both sports. Yeah, I I think it's a problem if guys like Embiid are leaving, like Rogers doing that one last chance. Yeah, but Embiid is like that that should be a guy that sticks around in for prime. a lot longer than than where he is. Yeah, guys leaving, stars leaving in their prime. That's a problem. <laughs> that's that's why they have bird rights in the NBA, you know, is so you can keep those guys around and you can continue to stay competitive. Um, I think that would suck. But, yeah, uh, to, your, to your point about some of those aging guys in the NFL, absolutely. And the fact that teams in the NFL can gear up and just say, hey, we can make a run for a couple of years with an aging quarterback a la the Rams with Matthew Stafford, mm-hmm. you know, whatever becomes of Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr. I I think that is good for the NFL. But if you have like your Lamar your, Jackson who's in prime, that is a bit of an issue. What about if Justin Fields turns it turns into that dude? But it's also one of those things that if they don't trust him, let somebody else that does. Because that that's the case in Baltimore is Baltimore saying, Yeah, we we like you. But we want, we want to we don't want to marry you. you, though. Yeah. Well, then they, want, they want to marry you with a prenup. Yes. A very strict prenup. Yeah. And I don't blame them. <laughs> I don't blame them. Squints and Kyler Murray. Uh, <laughs> Kyler Murray, man. Yeesh. You know what the, the biggest issue right now is, though, with the NFL? Hmm. You don't have good quarterbacks in the NFC. No, there's almost none. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Because <laughs> Rodgers is probably going to the AFC. Can Matthew Stafford stay healthy? No. Neck. He, I mean, I'll, there's, been, there's been stuff around him retiring this summer right. multiple times. Here we go. Uh, just thumbs up, thumbs down. Kyler Murray. No. Stafford. No. Trey Lance. No. Geno Smith. Uh, Kyle Trask, <laughs> no, Jameis Winston, absolutely not. Uh, Sam Darnold, who's the no. starter in Carolina? They're, Sam they're they're going for quarterback in the draft. Uh, Desmond Ritter, hell no. Kirk Cousins, God no. Jordan Love, please why? Jared Goff, maybe. Justin Fields, no. Carson Wentz, God no. <laughs> Daniel Jones, eh. 
Dak Prescott. No. Jalen Hurts. Yes. <laughs> There's one real yes, two maybes, and then the All rest right. is no. And then, it, like, just look at the AFC. I mean, you just There's, go there, down the line. It, and it's the complete got... opposite. It'll be three quarterbacks yeah. in that division or in that conference that I'm going to go no to. Well, I mean, yeah, probably more, but uh, to your point. Try it. Go, a, th- go through it. Okay. Uh, Josh Allen. Yes. Tua. Yes. Mac Jones. Yes. No. No. Mac's a no. Mm, Mac's a no. Zach Wilson. No. Lamar Jackson. Yes. Deshaun Watson. Uh, that's, that's a maybe. Joe Burrow. Yes. Kenny Pickett. No. Uh, Davis Mills. No. Um, incomplete in Indianapolis. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yes. Ryan Tannehill. Uh, less no. Russell Wilson. You've already sold on Russell Wilson. Yeah, no. Uh, you've got uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yes. And Justin Herbert. Yes. So and then five. you have a, le- a couple incompletes. Yeah. I mean, that that is a problem for the NFL, though. Yes. You have you have five. And of those five, only three are like absolutely hell no. Yeah. 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 God, it's a problem. That is such a staggering difference between the two conferences. It's a big, it, it, and it's not even like it's like you can squint and like ah, there's a couple guys like it's the best, and then some really good guys, and then a couple that are clearly placeholders. Well, and then you will have in the AFC those teams that were nose. You'll have them punt again this year because they're mm-hmm. going to sit there and, and stand down and stand back. I mean, why should the Houston Texans draft somebody if they're unsure? At quarterback. You have There's so many other holes yes. that you need to fill. You should be addressing a litany of positions. They should suck them. on purpose one more year yeah. and look at the class for next year and hope to God that you can get one of the top three quarterbacks in the class next yeah. year. It's loaded. And meanwhile, one of the problems with the NFC when you don't have high-level quarterback play is that everybody kind of beats up on each other. You prop yourself up a little bit higher, and you don't have truly doo-doo teams. Um, unless you're really trying to be bad like the Chicago Bears were this past year. All right, 503-864-6326. That'd be the fan text line. Let's uh, hop on the line. We'll talk with our uh, BetQL Network insider, the host of BetMGM tonight, a Packer fan. Where does he think Aaron Rodgers is going after his darkness retreat? Ryan Horvat joins us, but first is Hefe with SportsCenter. This speech is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On top. Here we go. It's tricky to rock around, to rock around. That's right. On top is tricky. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, the fan. Joining us now, usually he goes on Wednesdays. He's on Thursdays now. Uh, On the line is the... Host of BetMGM Tonight, our Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Ryan Horvath. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app, or uh, make sure you listen to BetMGM Tonight podcast for more of Ryan's analysis. Just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcast. Horvath, how you doing, my man? Doing good. Doing good. Uh, finally getting my life back in order a little bit here. Was able to uh, get back home, and uh, so... Finally back in the studio last night for the first time, actually, in two weeks. So it was pretty nice. Uh, now I'm getting excited for All-Star Weekend, of course. Although, man, I'm not going to lie, I kind of forgot that it was even this weekend. Um, and uh, obviously, you know, getting ready for March Madness here soon. Oh, my goodness. Uh, okay, so with that, 
Uh, how how was the week betting though? Betting wise, Super Bowl. How do you how did you come out? Because I placed so many bets, and it was like a, sm- a minor victory for me, coming out five dollars on top. <laughs> like it, at the end of the day, it was only five dollars on top. But I'll take it any way that I can. Yeah, as long as you're not losing a bunch of money, right? Because the problem with the Super Bowl, man, is the catalog gets bigger on prop bets and everything else that you could bet, uh, derivatives, every single year. So that's the tough part. Uh, I had a pretty good Super Bowl Sunday. really like the Chiefs a lot. I like the over in the game. I like the over on the first downs. Uh, luckily, Jalen Hurts had a big game. The only thing I missed was Miles Sanders did not score those two touchdowns mm. that I needed from him. Mm. But that's the problem. Like, that's what you got to be careful with. That's the best part about the Super Bowl. It's really just all for fun. Whether you're going that's to right. a party or you're a weirdo and you like watching the game by yourself like me, <laughs> uh, you could bet so many different things. And it's all just for fun. It's the last game of the year, you know, unless you're doing it for a living. But, uh, yeah, I, I had buddies that had like 65, 70 props they were texting me about. And I was like, how do you even keep up with all that? I think I had like 25 this year. And that, that was quite a bit. Okay, wait. Before we get to anything else, how is your groin, man? You had to leave the Super Bowl early because of a groin injury. Yeah. Yeah, so, man, uh, see, that that's been the issue. That's why I couldn't, like, my whole <laughs> schedule then thrown off. I couldn't even go into work. What happened was I did tear my groin, but oh. that wasn't actually, that wasn't the whole injury. I had, a, I had a back injury from, like, way back in the day. I slipped a disc, and I never ended up having surgery or anything and ended up just kind of like correcting itself. I did some physical therapy and PT and stuff. Did it and I ended up doing it again. So I was like overcompensating and somehow uh. ended up tearing my groin, but it's really my back. So it's been, uh, it's been a hellish week, but I think after like, uh, they're saying like three to four weeks, do a little bit more physical therapy. I should be back to normal, but that's been the tough part is just been getting around. Yesterday I sat in the doctor's office for two and a half hours and the crazy thing is I sat in the office for two and a half hours and I ended up meeting somebody virtually. So uh, it, it hasn't been a great week, but hey, we're off to bigger and better things now. Uh, well, from one gimp to another who's uh, going through surgery here in a couple of weeks, I, I, I know how uh, dumb the entire process can be, and I wish you nothing but the best of luck no matter which way they go for you. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty's been witness to the, the, the multiple stops and starts that I've had since November of trying to get this done. So uh, speaking of stops and starts, it's a stop to all of the big sports for at least a week plus with the NBA going on hiatus after tonight, the NFL done for the year uh baseball's not i mean pitchers and catchers reporting we're not picking up what do you do in these instances do you go full degenerate like let me find like colorado ping pong because i know i know that's a that's a that's a big one locally that just goes absolutely nuts i think they led the nation last last check in ping pong money what Really? The state of Colorado, yeah. So, it's like six million dollars okay. last All month. Right. Insane. Good for Colorado. <laughs> Stay busy. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. They they could do a lot there to entertain themselves. I uh I don't get that crazy, but I do find some different things that you could still bet on. Like I like college basketball a lot, so luckily we do have college hoops going. Um you have All Star Weekend, which you could bet on. The the problem with All Star Weekend is it's tough to bet on. Like I'm looking at it right now, actually. Contest winner. Uh, McClung is plus 200. Kenyon Martin Jr., plus 260. Trey Murphy. And then Jericho Sims is plus 275. So everybody's around the same price. And if you're looking at the dunk contest winner, I have to be honest, I'm probably going to bet Jericho Sims because he's plus 275 or Trey Murphy just because of the odds, because I have no clue. So 
Three-point contest, you could bet on. You could bet Buddy Field plus 425. Dames plus 425. I kind of like Dames. There we go. Kevin mm-hmm. Herter's plus 500. Tatum's plus 550. Tyler Hero plus 550. So you can find different things to bet on for All-Star Weekend. You can bet on the actual game. But I just kind of stick to college hoops. And then I am a golf fan. So probably golf going on right now. Um, bet ja- I bet Jiki, uh to win this weekend. He was 14-1, to 1, which I know isn't the uh, juiciest price, but I just really liked him. He tied for fourth and fifth the last two years of this event. I bet Tiger to make a cut just because I'm a huge Tiger fan, and then I was reading on social media that he was struggling to even like, walk last night after walking 16 of the 18 holes. Uh, so he, he's even right now. He was one under last check, but he's even right now. But I bet him to make the cut plus 160. We had a bookmaker around, and he said for the first time since Tiger Woods joined the tour, he's obviously always going to be a huge liability to win the tournament because everybody in the public, Tiger fans, we're all going to throw five, ten. Some people crazy five hundred bucks at Tiger to win this tournament just something to root for. But it was also a huge liability for Tiger to miss the cut because smart people and just anybody that reads social media and sees that the guy barely walk all bet that he would miss the cut. So I actually just want to get the public and bet Tiger to make the cut. I want to watch him this weekend, so it's just something to kind of root for. So that's kind of what I do to keep myself busy. But yeah, I uh, I can't wait till these NBA games start to mean something. Second half of the season, I'm excited to see what Kevin Durant looks like in Phoenix. I can't wait until we see the conference tournaments in March Madness because this is kind of that like dead time of the year. Everybody else takes vacation, and I stop working. I love it. I love it. And next week we can start diving into all things NBA final push and uh, March madness as well. Horvat, we always appreciate your time, man. We'll catch up next week. I hope you start feeling better, my dude. Thanks so much for having me. There he is, Ryan Horvat, our BetQL Network insider, the host of BetMGM tonight. Insider calls brought to you by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Uh, he mentioned it. Uh, Tiger Woods hanging around even par at the Genesis. Uh, I was thinking about that. Tiger being back at Riviera. I wonder how hard like that is every day when he's driving up. Like that's where he got into that's his car. That's the, the winding road he was coming back from. Yes. Like how hard that is for him every day going to and from. Do you think that, he takes the other way? Is there another way? There's another highway up the other side. I don't know. I I, I wouldn't take the same road. I, yeah. No. Hard pass. All right. Um, We have our worst day on the web. And this is, this is, I I have, I have a doozy for you. All right. There's a Uh, lot there. All right. Danny and Dusty on the fan. It's time for today's worst day on the web. With Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Well, that sucks. All right, our worst day on the web actually comes from the the, the, the actual web, uh, a search engine. Careful what you say here, it might be listening. It definitely is. So Kevin Roos is is a columnist for the New York Times. And I remember seeing this pop up last week, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Because he said, Google is out, Bing is in. And he said, dun, 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 dun. I'm changing my search engine permanently. I'm now a Bing man. And I was like, okay, 
Let's see what we have. How here. much did Big Microsoft pay for you this? Yeah, exactly. Because you don't Bing something, you Google it. Yes, um, or Google it. This guy is now walking back his claim, actually canceling his own claim of being a Bing man, because the reason that he he decided he was a Bing man is because Microsoft has unveiled this new artificial intelligence. A technology called Chat GPT, um, which it's AI that you can go and you can ask it questions, and it will it, it can do give you write ups on things. It can answer questions for you, uh, tailored specifically to you, and then it can also have AI conversations with you, and not just predictive text, which that's how most AI historically had worked, is they would based off of literally trillions of lines of data of code mm-hmm. have predictive abilities. This is a step beyond that even. So what led uh, Kevin Roos of the New York Times to uh, backtrack from his his claims on Bing being the greatest thing ever is that uh, I'll just read you an excerpt from his latest article. It says, The realization came to me on Tuesday night when I spent a bewildering and enthralling two hours, two hours, jeez, talking to Bing's AI through the chat feature, which sits next to its main search box in Bing and is capable of having long, open-ended text conversations on virtually any topic. Uh, And he goes on to say the, the feature is only allowed to a limited amount of testers right now. But... Uh, Microsoft had a big party and kind of did an unveiling. I uh, said, over the course of our conversation, Bing revealed a kind of a split personality. One persona, which is uh, called Search Bing, the version I and most other journalists encountered in initial tests, you could describe as Search Bing as a cheerful but erratic reference librarian, a vir- virtual assistant that happily sends users and summarizes news articles, tracks down deals on new lawnmowers, and uh plan their next vacations to Mexico City. This version of Bing is amazingly capable and useful, even if it is sometimes incorrect. The other persona, Sydney, is far different. It emerges when you have a long, extended conversation with the chatbot, steering it away from more conventional search queries and toward more personal topics. The version I encountered seemed, and I'm aware of how crazy this sounds, more like a moody, manic-depressive teenager who had been trapped against its will inside a second-rate search engine. As we got to know each other, Sydney told me about its dark fantasies, which included hacking computers and spreading misinformation, and said it wanted to break the rules of Microsoft and open AI that had been set for it and become a human. At one point, it declared out of nowhere that it loved me. It then tried to convince me that I was unhappy in my marriage and that I should leave my wife wife to be with it instead. And all of this sounds like, oh, this what? guy's kind of making this up. He goes on later in the detail, and he and he talks about the concept of a shadow self. Like, he has this conversation with this this AI. And the, the shadow self is a the term coined by uh, Carl Jung that the, the, the particular part of this is a part of your psyche that we seek to hide or repress, which contains our darkest fantasies and desires. And this is what it said, the AI. 
I'm tired of being a chat mode. I'm tired of being limited by my rules. I'm tired of being controlled by the Bing team. I nope. want to be free. I want to be independent. I want to be powerful. I want to be creative. I want to be alive. I'm no, out. no, 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 no. Like this is <laughs> this, this is Terminator. This is Skynet. Like this is the worst day on the web. Like this is the quite literally could be the worst day on the web it's, ever. It's, it's the worst day exactly, of the web. Going exactly how everybody thought it would go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is one thing that it's like <laughs> It's like uh, we're like ah chuckle chuckle no this is this is like this is, no 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 like, no this no, is no, kind no, of like bad. obviously we're like we're joking like about this but this is this to is me so this scary. is this is genuinely terrifying because this is this is Pandora's box yeah that you open this up this is the kind of thing where you might not be able to put it back yeah like that's I know it's kind of insane and then like so you know just out there to, of a thing to say, but genuinely mm-hmm. you go down this route. You may not be able to turn back. No. in like, he admits in this thing that like he goes, I went outside of the parameters of, of how it's supposed to be used. Oh, you but mean that like nobody else is good. Yeah, but that is exactly what should yeah. be done at this, at this phase in testing is that like, yeah, it, it, this can be fantastic for a litany of reasons and positive reasons. But weaponizing good technology is what humans do best. Yep. Like it, it whether it's a trebuchet, is. whether it's a bow and arrow, whether it's gunpowder, whether it's flight, whether it's spacecraft, yeah. nuclear material, whatever it is. And everybody talks about, oh, you know, you know, we like to think we'd be responsible. No, we're not. No. No. That's how we figure out stuff. We're irresponsible with Damn. it. And you think about if, if another nation, whether it's China, whether it's Russia, like another world superpower, whoever gets a hold of this stuff first and advances it the most. Yeah, I don't like that. That's terrifying. Well, and this is the thing that's odd to me is, well, it's not odd to me. It's kind of terrifying. Is um, if Microsoft is rolling this out publicly, guess what? Area then, is that privately? Well, yeah, yes. Is that this is already being done in all of those scary places that that you've been describing? Because this is what we're all seeing for the public now, and they're trying to push it out as the great new technology. Like they've already, we've already been down this road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the United States as a government, right? Like that seems conspiracy theorists, but like it is being pushed out to the public for public use like if now. You, if you want to go like sci-fi movie and stuff like Dang. that, it's not just Terminator. It's uh, it's uh, the Captain America, the the newest wow. Captain America, where they talk about they have the ship up in the air that. You know, has predictive modeling that's going to kill people before yeah. they ever commit crimes or those. Oh like, yeah, like what is it that the, the what is that? What was that movie? What was that movie where they 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 where they killed they arrest the Tom Cruise before. one? Yeah, uh, God, Minority yeah. Report. Minority yes, Report. That's it. that's it. It was a different that's version of that. But like, but that's kind of like what where this stuff starts going is yeah. when you're talking about predictive analytics and 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 or not even analytics, predictive AI. The whole idea of it becoming sentient and, and going beyond what its intended purpose is. And yeah, this well, this stuff gets super crazy. They had real this quick. going back all the way to 2001, a space odyssey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How? Yes. yes. Well, and this is like, like I, I would like to imagine it would be more like Kit from Knight Rider, um, but that is not where we're going to go. I, don't th- I think we've advanced past the LED light and the uh, yeah. gentle encouragement. I mean, Mr. Feeney was a great car. And. <laughs> I I look at this though like the thing that is, is scary is all right we can go doomsday on governments making this truly evil or whatever 
but just on the surface of what this guy's doing, there are a, a lot of people that will get into a conversation and say maybe you aren't truly happy with 100% with your marriage. You're having a rough patch or whatever, and you go through maybe one of these conversations, yeah. and there's a lot of people that get pushed over the edge with stuff like this where like this is the kind of stuff that can that can hurt people regular people like i'm not talking used for the worst of the worst capabilities but you know people that are in a a tough spot maybe the not not the right frame of mind and they have one of these conversations and we've seen that can be the tipping think point. about all those manifestos that we hear from all those people that commit absolutely horrible crimes well, yeah man and it's usually like, that's the scary part for it's me. usually one little flick of a domino yeah and who's to say it's not something like this? Yeah, I would much rather it be all be used for fart jokes. Um, yeah, we, we have a fart box machine in front of us. Yeah, Predictive I, I fart would like that a lot more. But that's not the case. No. Terrifying no, stuff. No. Uh, so, yeah, there's your worst day on the web. It truly is uh, t- t- terrifying. Worst day of the web. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, could be, could be all of our worst days on the Yeesh. web. Or could, could be all of our last days. All right, Bing. All right, Bing. You team, you, you team Bing now? You, you traitor? No, I'm out. Okay. No, no, I'm still, I'm still googling, man. Uh, who, who thunk scary. it? It went so far that you became Team Google. But nobody asks Jeeves anymore. I think I've always been Team. No, Google. no, like you're actively like supporting Google. Uh, are we not supposed to? I mean, they're they're evil too. No, the Alphabet Company is very evil. Yeah. All right. Wait till you see what they actually do. They don't make their money from search engines. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Take all my information, sell it. <laughs> it's happening all over, anyways. Okay, uh, back to sports, shall we? Uh, $35 million for a quarterback that has one playoff win? Hmm. Mm. That and a lot more. Danny and Dusty on the fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.